Evening. Today we're learning Masechah's Gittendaf Chafala, starting a quarter of the way down with two statements of Rava, and we're first going to question why it is that we need both of them. But first, let's learn what each of those statements are. Amar Rava, eight lines down. Kasavla get v'nasno biad abdo. So Kasavla, he writes for her again, and he places he places it in the hand of his Ebed. And the star matana alav, and also writes a star matana on the eved. First, she acquires the eved, and because the eved is now a part of her life, now the eved functions as a chatzer, and the, now they're divorced. So it's two steps, right? So he gave the matana of the uh, of the eved, and once he became her eved, because he's holding the get. So therefore, they're divorced. Asks the Gemara ve'amai, why does this actually count? After all, if a chatzar is portable, then you can't make a kenyan in a chatzar that's portable. So what are we talking about over here? We had said that if the husband was makne the eved b'matana, that he functions as a chatzar. But says the Gemara, he's portable. And if you want to say it's just because He's standing still, but your right had even walking around, it would have been a problem. Well, standing still is not a good way for an Ebed to make a Kenyan as a Chatzar either way. Why not? If you're if you're not able to be a Chatzar while you're moving, you're also not able to be a Chatzar while you are standing still because you're still able to move. So therefore, the Gemara says, you're right. We're talking about a case where the Eved was tied down, not highly recommended. We don't do this. It's not a no, normal social thing to do. But it does, in fact, work that if you own an Eved, and if the Eved is tethered to the ground, and he is makabel a get on behalf of a woman, that halachically works as a get. That's din number one of Rava. Let's move on to din number two. Let's say he writes her again and puts it in his chatzer, step one. And then step two, and then he writes a shtar matana and gives it to her on the property where the get is. So the chatzer is niknet to the woman, and the get, which is in the chatzer, functions as a proper get, and they are considered divorced. So the Gemara is bothered. We're halfway down on Chafalaf Why is it that we needed both of these statements of Rava? One of them was talking about a case where he was giving over an Eved b'matan, and the Eved was holding a get, and they're divorced. And one was talking about a chatzer that had a get in it, and he gave over the chatzer with a get in it, and they're divorced. Why do we need both of them? The Gemara says halfway down on Chafalaf Amaralaf, we need both. If I only had the case of the Eved, I might have thought that that was only true by an Eved. But perhaps we should have been concerned in regards to the case of Chatzar and therefore not allowed it. What was the case of Chatzar that we were concerned about? So Rashi explains this in full color that we're talking about a case where he sold the property to a friend who then sold the property to her. Then it's not like him giving it to her. There's a middleman, a sale in the middle. That's something that maybe we thought we were concerned about. Kamash Malan, by virtue of the fact that the Gemara included the case of the field, we are not concerned about that she got it from a middle person, a middle purchaser. And both of them are still going to be considered to be divorced. 
And if I would have only had the case of Chatzar, I might have only thought it's the case of, of Chatzar. But I might have thought that by an Eved, I might have made a, a restriction that, no, nah, we're not going to really allow a divorce to take place if the Eved is tied to the ground and he's holding the Eved on her behalf. Because of what? Because perhaps there's also times when he can get a paperclip and get out of the handcuffs. So whatever the case may be, we might have thought, Kamash Mulan, that both of these cases are true. Both when the Eved receives a get on behalf of the husband, and when a Chatzah receives a get on behalf of the husband, if it's given over Matana, the Halacha is that she is divorced in both cases, and Vitzricha, we needed both cases. And two-thirds of the way down, the Gemara, in the name of Abaye, has a very big problem with what we're talking about. Let's remember that both cases of Rabba was where he gave over either the Evid or the Chatzar b'matana. That's going to be the crux of our question is matana. Let's see why. Omar Abaye Michdi, let's analyze what we've learned. Chatzar, the fact that a Chatzar works to accept a get on behalf of an Isha, Mehecha Israbi, where do we learn that from? It's from the Pasuk, Miyada, Venasan Biyada. Ma Yada, the Isa, Ben Midaita, Uvein Balkorcha, just like a woman, she can be divorced with her knowledge and against her will, both. That divorce is, is, uh, is going to work. Afchatseira, the same is true by a field that belongs to her, the Isa, Ben Midaita, Ben Balkorcha. In other words, one of the fundamental aspects of divorce is that a woman can be divorced against her will as long as it's within her rishos, within Dalaramos. However, says Abaye, But when it comes to gifting something to someone, there you can only gift something to someone with rishos. So Abaye is highlighting a huge difference between the two cases of Rava. Rava, you told me the case about a chater. I understand that case. But when you talk about a case of matana, when you're giving over something b'matana, that should not work to effect a divorce. Why? Because a matana only works midaita and doesn't work balkorcha, and it breaks the rules of what should be an effective get. An effective get has to be in a setting where it's ben midaita ben balkorcha, and a matana is not ben midaita ben balkorcha. It's only midaita and specifically not Baal Korcha. Great question. Great question. And this undermines both cases of Chatzar and of Eved because both the Chatzar and Eved, according to Rava, were given over as a Matana. So the Gemara, in response to Abaye's question, asks a question. Classic Jewish move. Says the Gemara, seven lines from the bottom, Maskiflar of Simi Bar-Ashi, When we talk about Shlichus, that's Lekabala for her to receive it. Demidaita Isabel Korcha Lesa. The beautiful response. The Gemara says, what about a shliach? A shliach can't become a shliach bal korcha. A shliach can only become a shliach midaita. So says the Gemara, we have precedence for a divorce taking place, even if it's um, a shaloh bal korcha. Why? Because a shliach. You, you can't force me to give a get to a woman. What if I say no? What if I'm morally opposed to your divorce? I'm not interested. So I'll say, no, I'm not delivering your get. And even if I give it to her, if I'm opposed, no, the get doesn't work. So says the Gemara, what would he say back to that? You're trying to ask me from the world of shlichus to the world of matana? You can't do that. Says the Gemara, we know that shlichus doesn't come from the world of Yoda, it comes from somewhere else. We learn that Shlichus works from Psukim. 
And therefore, there's an override to the logic that you're saying. Why does shlichus work even when it's shiloh ba'al korcha? Because the Pasuk says so. But that's not true by Matana. Matana has regular rules. So says the Gemara, Perhaps we could argue that even shlichus actually has a case, which is ba'al korcha, and that is, We have a case of shlichus where a father can accept a get for divorce on behalf of her daughter, Bal Korcha, and perhaps that is a scenario where we see that shlichus works. The Gemara says on the very last line of the page, Al we had said in our Mishnah many blot ago that one is in fact allowed to write a get on the leaf of an olive tree because those leaves are very long-lasting. Says the Gemara, Bishlama Yad Eved, I understand that you can write a get on the hand of an Eved, turning to the top of Chafala from the base, because lo because you're not allowed to cut off the Eved's hand. Oh, really? You're not allowed to cut off an Eved's hand? Take a look at Rashi on the top of the page. Why are you not allowed to cut off the Eved's hand? You might have thought is because it's unreasonable. Says Rashi, that's not why. Rather, deshaich b'mitzvos, ve'ein orishoy l'chabilbo, a person who's shaykh in mitzvos, which in this case is an eved, you're not allowed to injure him when he's your eved. It's a strange havamina, but the Gemara says you're not allowed to cut off the hand of an eved, so we understand that, but the Gemara is bothered. When our Mishnah mentioned that the horn of a cow is a place where you are allowed to write a get, so the Gemara is a little bit troubled. Why? Why can't you cut off the horn of the para and give it over to the Isha? I understand the hand of the Ebed, but why are you saying that we cannot cut off the horn of the of the cow, of the bull, where I wrote down the get and hand it to a woman? Should be perfectly fine. Says the Gemara, Omar Kra, it's based on a din del Raisa. Omar Kra, Chafalaf Amid two lines down. We'll be going to the second line on Daf Chaf Beis Amid Aleph. The Pasuk says, V'chasav v'nasan la. Mishe'enu mechusar al-aksiva v'nasina. The only way that we are allowed to write something on a particular surface is if that all that needs to take place is the writing and the giving. Yotzazet, to exclude a case where somebody writes on the horn of an animal, Shemechusar ksiva kitsita unasina. If your plan is to cut the horn off of the animal and give the get that way, the halacha is that the get is not kosher. You can give the whole cow because that's just ksiva and nasina. You're writing and then you give over the whole cow. You cannot do ksiva and then cut off the horn and then nasina. That is considered an interruption in the process. You're only allowed to write on something where you're kosev and then you are nosing. The Gemara says that Rabbi Yossi Haglili, he says that you can't write on anything living. Remember in our mission, he says that you can't write on anything shiyeshbo ruachayim. So says the Gemara, my time of the Rabbi Yossi Aglili. We're going to get into a little bit of a back and forth in the Shaklavatari over here. Why is it, according to Rabbi Yossi Haglili, that you're not allowed? <clears throat> why is it that you're not allowed to write a get on, on a living animal? Says the Gemara Ditanya, because we have a brisa, Sefer. The Pasuk says uh, that you have to write a Sefer Krisus. Ainli elo Sefer. I only know that you can write it on a piece of parchment. Minayin Larabos Koldavar. How do I know that really you're allowed to write a get on a larger collection of things? So says the Gemara, Tamalomar Vichasavla, Mikol Makom. You can write it to her and you can write it on anything. 
So says the Gemara, If what you're saying is that then what does the word Sefer teach me? So says the Gemara, and this is the answer to why Rabbi Yossi Aglili doesn't allow a get to be written on, on anything that's alive. Just like a book is something that's not alive and isn't food. So this is how Rabbi Yossi Aglili learns that a get cannot be written on an animal or on any food items because of the drusha of the word Sefer. Virabon, and how do you learn the word? How do you learn this din? Says the Gemara, Iksiv basefer kidikamris. If if the Pasik would have said basefer, then I would agree with you. But hashta dechsiv sefer, the fact that it only says sefer and not basefer, that teaches me something different. Not that you are not allowed to write a get on things that are alive, but rather, a quarter of the way down, that there's a specific set of things that you're supposed to write. And if you'll remember from yesterday, it's Shimo and Shema and Iro and Ira, his name and her name his city and her city. So that's what we learn from the word Sefer. How do you know about this din? What do you do with the word He says the word comes to teach me that when you get divorced, you can only get divorced There's no other way to get divorced other than writing. But you're not allowed to get divorced with money. Why would I have ever thought that you could have gotten divorced with money? Uh, for a very good reason. Third of the way down. I might have thought to compare the exiting of a marriage, again, to the entrance into a marriage. Just like when one gets married, they're allowed the first Mishnah Masech, his Kiddushin will get there in about 70 blot, that a person is nicknamed, a woman is nicknamed, that a person can get married with Kesef. I might have thought that perhaps there's money uh, that can be used to get a divorce, Kamash Malan, that that is not what affects change here. What affects change is the ksiva of the get, not the giving of the ksuba. The giving of the ksuba is a halachic requirement that's subsequent to the divorce, but a person cannot get divorced with money. Kamash Malan, that you're not allowed to get divorced that way. The idach, the other shita holds. I learn out the din that a person can get divorced only with writing and not with money from the fact that it says sefer krisus only something that's in writing. The idach, what do you use with these words? The word sefer krisus teaches me only things that sever the tie between him and her. What does that mean? Kidatanya, halfway down. Let's say a husband is a jerk and he says to his wife, this is your divorce papers on the condition that you never drink and never go to your father's house from now until eternity. So the halacha is, that's not a get. You're not allowed as a husband to give external conditions that force something upon her after divorce. You can't say to your wife, you're divorced on the condition that you never go to your father. That, that's just not a get. You're not allowed to have those external conditions that are that are timeless. However, if a person says, if he says for 30 days, then that is a divorce. And then for the next 30 days, she's restricted from going to her father's house. But after that, she has no restrictions anymore. The idach, mikares krisus, he learns that idea out from the fact that it could have said kares, but instead said krisus. We have extra letters in the Torah. Kamash on this idea that a get can't have conditions that are timeless. They have to have conditions that are time bound. 
The other shita says, I'm not worried about karis and krisus. We don't view that as extra letters. It's very interesting that the difference between karis and krisus, according to this shita, that they don't care about the extra letters because we have seen parts of letters be part of a drasha. Uh, we've seen broken letters become uh, a wor worthy of a drasha. We have seen dots knuckled on top of letters in the Torah that that's worthy of a drasha. So it's interesting that this is a shita in the Tanaim, that the extra letters of Krisus versus Kares are not the same. Fine. That's what the Gemara says. The new Mishnah is a little bit more than halfway down on Chafala from Mibbez. The Mishnah says, Ein kosvin Statement number one of the Mishnah. You cannot write on something that's attached to the ground. So let's say you wanted to write on a large leaf of a pumpkin tree, I don't know, a pumpkin bush. I don't even know how big they are. I don't remember. You want to, but the, the Mishnah says, Ein kosvin. Then look at the next line, which is seemingly a stira. If in fact you wrote the get and then you separated it, signed it, and handed it to her, it's still kosher. So the first two lines are a stira. The first line says, The second line says, if you do, it's kosher. And the Gemara is going to give two different approaches as to how we understand these two phrases of the Mishnah. The Mishnah continues, Rabbi Huda Posel, he says, this is not kosher. Rabbi Huda was of the opinion that a get that's written on something that's mechubar lakarka is entirely puzzle. The only way to write on something that was ever attached to the ground is if it's no longer attached to the ground, both the ksiva and the chasima. Rabbi Huda ben Beseira, the next part of the Mishnah writes, Omer, ein kosvin lo al hanir hamachuk velo ala diftera. A person is not allowed to write on near hamachuk, that's paper that's basically erasable, and al hadiftera on unfinished uh, cloth. Why? These types of paper are very forgeable. They were easy to erase things, scratch things off, and no one would know the difference. Therefore, it's not allowed. Of course, we're concerned that a husband can change features of the get, which would make it that it wasn't clear that this couple's divorced, and maybe they're really divorced, and then there's a mamzer brought into the world when she remarries. The Chachamim and the Chachamim are not concerned about Niyar Hamachuk and Diftera. We'll learn about that not tonight, but another time. The Gemara opens two-thirds of the way down, Kasvo al We had said in the first line of the Mishnah that you're not allowed to write a Mechubar Lakarka. And then in the next line of the Mishnah, we said that if you do it's Kasher, which is, of course, a stira. So Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Vuhusha Shir, Makom HaTorah. Yes, you may have written part of the of the get on the on that which was Mechubar Lakarka. That's the that's the uh, a different part of the uh, of the get, but the the toref part, the ikker part with the names, perhaps you left that off. So if you wrote the less relevant components of a get while it's mechuber lekarka, and then you separated it, and then wrote the toref, the ikker part of the get, that works. And if that's true, says the Gemara, as long as you wrote the ikker part of the get after you separated it from the ground, that works. And in any ways, this would go along with the shita of that what really brings about a conclusion, a severance of the marriage is when the husband actually hands the get to the woman. And therefore the, the ksiva is less relevant. So if you start writing some of the get while it's talush, not the main parts, but the non-essential the non parts. Then you tear off the leaf and you write the rest. Then because it's given over no problem at all. This is the right way to understand our Mishnah. And this really does a great job of articulating 
what this approach of answer number one of our Mishnah is to answer the conflict of the first two lines of the Mishnah, where one says, Ein and the next line says, it's kosher if you do. Eight lines or so from the bottom. Ein kosvin tofes, shema yichtov toref. The din of the first Mishnah is ein kosvin, when it says you're not supposed to write, really what it means is you're not supposed to write the tofes, the non-essential pieces of the get. You're not supposed to write that on something that's mechuber lakarka. Shema, perhaps, yichtov toref, that you might write his name, her name, his city, her city, the ikar parts of the of the get. Now, kosvin tofes, if in fact you did write what you shouldn't have, which is the non-essential portions of the get on that which is mechuber lakarka, and then, Vital show, then you separated the leaf. And then, Kasva Latorah, if you write the Iker part of the get, and then, Venasnu Kosher, that's answer number one, which is that the first din of the Mishnah is to teach us really you shouldn't write the toface, the general non essential parts of the get on this cloth. You shouldn't do this because it's attached to the ground. But if you do, and then you separate it and write the Iker parts, then it's still kosher. Answer number two, which is five, six lines from the bottom, is Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish Amar, Chas Moshanina, we're talking about a signature. Virav Meir Hidu Amar Edi Chasima Karti. And really, the way we can under, understand our Mishnah is in accordance with Rabbi, Rabbi Meir, who says that that which actually creates severance between the husband and the wife is the signatures. And Vahik Amar, here is the right way to understand our Mishnah. Ein Kosvin Torev Shemayachto. Really, you're not allowed to, you're allowed to write the tofes. You really shouldn't write the toref, the ikar parts of the get, on that which is mechuber lakarka, because we're afraid that you might do the chasima. But, kasvo toref, if in fact you wrote both the tofes and the toref, the non-essential and the essential parts of the get, on something that's mechuber lakarka, and then, and then you tear off this leaf that has the full get on it minus its signatures, and then you sign it, Kosher, then it works. Why? Why would that work if you uh, wrote the whole thing when it's mechubar? Because ede chasima karti. We really only care about the chasima, only about the signatures. So as long as it was signed after it was separated, even though the full get was written while it was still mechubar lakarka, that is still a valid approach. These are two very dis distant approaches in regards to our Mishnah. Both of them explain it beautifully. Says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom, very unique, and this is a little bit of a blend and a throwback to Hilchos Shabbos. Kosvo al cheres shel otzitz nakuv. Kosher. If a person writes a get on the cheres, on the pottery of a flower pot that has a hole in the bottom, and we know from Hilchos Shabbos that if you have, if you have a flower pot that has a hole in the bottom, it's considered mechubar lakarka. So that's kosher. Why? Because you can give her the whole flower pot, and that's totally fine. What if you write on a growing leaf inside an atitznakuv? That's a machlokas. Abaye Omar Kashavarava Omar Pasal. Abaye says that if you write on a leaf that's in an atitznakuv, it's going to be kosher, and Rava is the dissenting opinion saying that it's not. And why does this work according to Abaye? Abaye Omar Shakil, uh, Omar Kasher, excuse me. Why does Abaye say that if you write a get on a leaf that's inside an Atit Snakuv, that it works? Because as we saw earlier, the Shakile, the Yahavle Nehale, you're going to take the whole flower pot with whatever's growing in it, and that leaf that has the, the get on it, you're going to hand it to her. No problem. No problem. Rava, why does Rava Omar say puzzle? Why does he say puzzle? Says he's concerned about another issue. 
You might pluck the leaf off. And if you pluck the leaf off, that is a problem because now you have just separated something and now it's no longer Mechubar Lakarka. And that's Absul, as we saw in our Mishnah. We'll stop right here and Amir Tzashem pick up tomorrow night on the very top of Gav Bezim Wishing you all a beautiful night. I'm trying to